and welcome to episode one of The Shift Change. Just a note as we get into this episode to clarify that Michelle and I are speaking as individuals who've had very varied nursing careers, and it goes without saying probably, but we're not speaking on behalf of any of the schools we might mention or our employers or for anyone who knows us and knows where we work. These opinions are all our own. Anything to add? Nope. (laughs) All right, sweet. (laughs) Thanks so much. On today's episode, we're going to talk about what we're hoping to do with this podcast, how we came to our careers as nursing, a bit about who we are as nurses, and next steps. So today with me here is Michelle. Michelle, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Michelle. I'm a nurse. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) What is it about the podcast or talking about the nursing profession that interests you? I think the idea behind uh, deciding to do a podcast about nursing was because there's a gap that exists right now maybe between nurses who are practicing and then a lot of academia and formal stuff that you can get in terms of information about nursing, but there's nothing really in between to support nurses in topics that aren't more talked about, so kind of things in the on the margins and questions that might come up or questions that younger nurses or nurses might ask in their practice and they feel kind of alone. So the idea behind having a podcast is to informally discuss some issues and questions that might come up, themes that come up, and nursing nursing ideas for nurses that are easily digestible and things that can be easily related to. I couldn't agree more, and I think that divide sometimes between what's happening in academia and then sometimes the experience when I return to more frontline settings, that some of those conversations aren't happening. And I think something like a podcast really is even just a space for us to gather some people um, who are part of the nursing profession, and maybe we'll have guests who aren't part of the nursing profession, to talk about these ideas in a way that gives us a space to navigate through the, through the nuance and then invite other people and invite listeners into that conversation. Can you tell me a bit about how you got into the nursing profession? So what drew you to this profession in the first place? I think for me, nothing in particular really drew me to the nursing profession. I arrived to nursing almost by accident. I started my university education immediately after high school. When I was 17, what I was pursuing at that time was biological sciences with the intention, I guess, to go to med school, which didn't ultimately didn't work out. And then the fallback after that was psychology and sociology. And those were my two undergraduate degrees originally. After I graduated from university the first time, I was 21. I did not know what I wanted to do with my life. I floated around for a few years in some very unfulfilling, not very meaningful jobs. Immediately prior to going into nursing, I was a youth care worker. Um, and I was working a really, a really hard job with children living with autism that had really a lot of maladaptive behaviors. It was a very low paying job. I experienced a lot of physical abuse. It was a really kind of traumatic job for me. And at that point, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And I knew I had to do something else. I happened to go to a women's fair in Calgary. And there was a booth set up by the University of Calgary School of Nursing. This would have been 2005. They had just established an advanced entry 
to their undergraduate nursing program. So within the, that accelerated track program, within that accelerated track program, people that had previous degrees could enter the nursing program at the third year instead of having to do the, the first and second year of courses. And the requirements were not very much. The requirements were based on GPA, entirely on GPA. So they took the top 60, ranked them down from highest GPA to lowest, and then they, they just took the top top 60 applicants, which like luckily I was in part of that top 60. So then I ended up entering the undergraduate nursing program at the University of Calgary in, two, in fall of 2006. And at that time, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to be a nurse. It was just something that I happened to do because it was, it was a professional degree. It seemed like a stable undergraduate degree to have. I wasn't really doing anything that meaningful or that led to a substantial career before that. And so I did it. I took the, I got the offer and I took the opportunity. And then luckily I liked it. <laughs> it's funny, I feel like our stories overlapped more than even I had realized. I did an undergraduate degree, I did a Bachelor of Science, and had thought of becoming a dietitian. But the more that I found out about dietetics when I was in school, it was much more, at least the focus of the program um, at the university that I was at, was much more on biochemistry and kind of the chemical composition and the organic chemistry behind the food and I really realized that what I wanted to do was interact with people and so quite early in that four-year program probably at the end of about my first year or maybe into my second year it occurred to me that maybe I wanted to be a nurse but I had never known a nurse no one in my family were nurses none of our family friends were nurses as I started to tell people I was thinking about be becoming a nurse, often I would hear, do you know what nurses do? Like, is this something? Because people seem to focus, and to this day I find that sometimes people would seem to focus on like the worst of what someone might think of when they think of a nurse. So people would think, oh, do you really want to clean up other people's vomit? And even then, knowing so little about nursing, I had this sense that there had to be more to it than that. And from the beginning, I was drawn to it because of its focus on dignity and working with people and I had a sense that there was more there than just this scratching the surface image and so I also finished my Bachelor of Science and applied to the accelerated program at UBC which was very much what you described kind of you get to enter in the third year but I had a very tentative relationship with this idea of being a nurse even from the beginning and even as I was getting close to starting school I'd say at least half the time when I shared with people that I was going into nursing school they weren't it wasn't this like oh this has been your calling we all know you can do it a lot of people or it felt like at the time a lot of people were like huh interesting choice for you <laughs> I hear sometimes some people say that it's a calling and they always knew they wanted to be a nurse I feel like I came to it I refer to my desire to be a nurse as like it felt like my dirty little secret for a long time. But now looking back, I do feel this calling towards the profession now, but it's not something I grew up with. It's interesting that you you mentioned people's reactions to you sharing that you were going into nursing because I feel like I experienced a lot of people asking, why would you want to do that? And why don't you just apply to med school? And just these questions that made me second guess, do I really want to do this? Doesn't seem like a very well-respected profession. And I guess in contrast to you, I have many people in my life who are nurses. My mom uh, was a licensed practical nurse. 
throughout my childhood. My mom is Filipino. A lot of my family lives in the Philippines and the United States. So many of them, like many of them are nurses. And I think I had a lot of those stereotypes as well. And I, before beginning the nursing program, maybe even when I started the nursing program, I still had kind of outdated and stereotyped views of nurses as assistants of the physician or the people that make the beds and the people that clean up poop and clean up vomit. And I remember saying to one of my friends who also subsequently became a nurse years later, when she said that her dream was to go into nursing, asking her, why would you want to do that? Like, why would you want to clean up after people? And my perception radically changed probably halfway through nursing school. I had a similar transformation where I had this sort of quiet appreciation of what I thought the profession could be. But as I moved through nursing school and as I became clear on the type of nursing I wanted to practice, I found the profession became more of a place of empowerment for me. But it's been a slow journey to that. And I think through that time, this question of why didn't you become a doctor or why don't you aim for the gold standard like why limit yourself is a question that other people have asked me i have such strong opinions about it now if someone asks that question that i almost feel a bit bad for them because i feel like they don't know the can of worms that they're <laughs> opening when they ask me now like oh sweetheart why didn't you become a doctor what were your like initial when people asked those questions previously and then maybe bridging to what are your thoughts on that now when I say my perception didn't shift until halfway through nursing school, like it really didn't shift until halfway through nursing school. My first semester of nursing was not very good. So my first clinical practicum was on a neuro rehab unit. So maybe 90% of the people on that unit had stroke or some sort of brain injury. And at that time there was both a Norwalk and a C. diff outbreak. So that whole first clinical was literally me cleaning up vomit and poop. And I remember thinking as I was progressing through that clinical, is is this nursing? Is this the career? <laughs> what is what's going on here? Is everybody right? Like did I is this my career? Cleaning up vomit and poop? And I didn't really didn't think I'd make it through nursing school and end up practicing. And it really wasn't until I started doing the mental health rotation where I felt like, okay, maybe, maybe I can do this. Maybe there's more to it. I feel like that's fair, though. To start with noro and C. diff, that's like jumping into the deep end. It was a hard intro. <laughs> having to, and if you've, never, if you've never experienced this before, having to contact droplet isolation, like having to gown and glove for every single patient for the whole duration of eight hours of your clinical <laughs> shift, it was, it was hard. But I think maybe starting off at the worst was a good thing in <laughs> retrospect because then my other clinicals didn't seem as challenging. There was like a different frame of reference that I had. Um, <laughs> of what a tough day <laughs> meant. <laughs> and I guess for anyone who's listening who maybe isn't familiar, uh, Noro, Norwalk virus and C. difficile are both gastrointestinal um, germs that make people barf and have diarrhea, diarrhea. a so lot. Much, so and they're much. very, very <laughs> contagious. And so as a nurse, it uh, Yeah, and imagine real. that imagine <laughs> that on a stroke unit where most of the patients were total care. So they were not getting up to go to the bathroom on their own. Hopefully a future episode will include a really good friend of mine who's a nurse. Her and I have talked a lot about our experiences as nursing students, both the bonds that you form with other nursing students, 
some of the situations that you get yourself into that are comical because they're so bizarre, the personal learning that's demanded of you, also that professional clinical learning, in my experience was an extremely transformative process going through nursing school. Even I use it as a, if I'm talking about different times in my life, I refer to like before nursing school and after nursing school because I feel like it basically transformed my brain. <laughs> I agree. And I think because we, Claire and I are both from accelerated nursing programs, but at the time my cohort was all accelerated nursing students. A lot of people had careers before they went into nursing and all of us had degrees before we went into nursing. And I think it was a very bonding experience on that neuro unit because I think at that time we were all questioning, what did we get into? this really what we want to do? Is this really nursing? Did we understand what nursing was before we chose to say yes to this program? But we all made it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's the, uh, that's the power of the re- those relationships that you have in nursing school is that it's so new. It's like this, it levels the playing field in some ways because similar in having um, gone into an accelerated program, People came, my fellow students came from such diverse backgrounds and all came with such a wealth of knowledge and it was such a privilege to learn within that group. And there were also these really humbling experiences that probably some of the most humbling experiences of my whole life have come through my experiences in nursing school and my experiences as a nurse. And so I think of thinking of that uh, first clinical placement one of the memories that stuck with me, I was on a subacute geriatric unit. We had to wear UBC issued scrubs and there was an option to order a scrub dress or the traditional scrubs and never wanting to do anything the like predictable way. I was one of the only students in the entire program that ordered this scrub dress. And so I wore it with like nylons or stockings. But one of my first days of clinical, I was wearing a pair of nylons that quite fit me. They were too big. And so as I was like running around like a chicken with my head cut off on these long shifts, just trying to keep my head above water, I kept having to find private places to yank my nylons up, like in between running between patients. And at one point I was standing at the end of a very, very, very long hallway and I looked around and no one was there. And so I grabbed my nylons like basically from the knee and yank them up so they'd last at least like a solid 20 minutes. And I looked down the hallway and there was a fellow (laughs) student who I'd known for like two weeks at this point, no, maybe like a month. And she was staring at me and had seen the entire thing and was uh, getting a good solid laugh out of it. So that's now every time I see her, we don't cross, cross paths often these days, but we'll usually grab a beer every few months and chat about nursing and life. And every time I see her, I think about you were in that placement with me. We both survived. Those shared memories. <laughs> Those special times. They're so powerful, <laughs> these experiences that, <laughs> that you share. Inevitably, we'll talk about it over the course of future episodes, but do you want to give a bit of a sense of where your first job was and kind of the different areas of nursing that you've touched on since your career started? I said that I didn't really feel like I could do nursing until I was in my mental health rotation. And I, that's true. I, the only, the clinical rotation that I felt most aligned with my values and perspectives and my idea of how I could practice was in mental health. When I graduated from nursing school, I wanted to work in mental health and I wanted to work with people that were very marginalized, people that were facing multiple barriers to healthcare and mental health treatment. 
And I also knew that I did not want to stay in Calgary. Um, almost immediately, even before I graduated from nursing school, I was already applying for jobs in the Vancouver area and Lower Mainland. I knew that I wanted to move to Vancouver. The first job that I had was luckily at a concurrent disorder unit, inpatient mental health unit. And that was a great opportunity because it allowed me to work with a very marginalized group of people living with mental health issues and people living with substance use issues. And that is kind of where I've stayed for the entire 11 years of my nursing career. And I floated around to different places. I've worked inpatient. I've worked at places in community. I've worked in the Vancouver area. I went back to Calgary at one point as well. But my heart has always been in the area of mental health and substance use. And I'm pretty sure that is always where I will work, at least with that type of population, because I that's a population that really speaks to me. I feel like I'm here to help the people that need most help. It's interesting that you mentioned the power of that first mental health placement that you did when you were in school. I had quite an opposite experience. I found when I was in school, I did my mental health and psychiatry placement in an acute inpatient adult unit. And I found the practices, the team culture stuff that I witnessed was very disheartening to me and very disorienting and I didn't like a lot of the language that I heard I didn't like the power dynamics that I witnessed that was sort of a theme for me throughout nursing school not specific to my mental health placement but all of the hospital placements that I did I felt like there was more toxicity than healing and I think the challenge that I faced as a nursing student was I didn't necessarily realize that the experience I had in my mental health placement wasn't reflective of mental health nursing. The experience that I had on my um, neuro placement wasn't reflective of all acute, um, acute care units. But at the time, I already had a sense that I wanted to work in community and then witnessing some of the stuff that I did during that mental health placement really made me feel like I will work anywhere, but I don't ever want to work in psychiatry. What I was drawn to in nursing school and even before was public health and specifically child and youth public health. And I absolutely loved my public health placements when I was in nursing school. I felt like there was much more of that focus on healing, well-being, the teams I worked with seemed to really come together in a powerful way. And so first out of nursing school, I worked as a child and youth public health nurse and absolutely loved that job. It um, included working as a school nurse, working in youth clinic, working really in really powerful ways with other nurses across the city. I found as I got into that job, though, when I was working in youth clinic, the visits that I found both the most powerful and where I needed to show up the most completely with a combination of my own personal skill set, my professional skill set, problem solving, and where relationship was the most important, which is something that I've always valued about nursing. The places where all of that came together was in youth clinic visits, where mental health and substance use was a component of the visit. And I also found that mental health was not an area or a specialty of nursing that you could just decide you weren't interested in because it literally crosses all other specialties. In child and youth public health, mental health was such a significant component of the work that we did. The more perspective that I gained on the fact that the practices I saw on the inpatient unit that I had been on as a student to understand that that wasn't what mental health nursing was sort of opened up this door to an area of nursing that I actually was quite drawn towards and so started out in public health then for a number of years kind of worked in a bunch of different places part-time and casual which included sexual and reproductive health 
Um, I worked in research. I worked in vaccine research specifically. I started to be drawn more towards mental health. And so over the last three or four years, I've had more of a focus on mental health and substance use specific to youth, both in inpatient and community settings. And as you mentioned, Michelle, I feel like that's where my heart is. I feel like this has been an opportunity to really consolidate so much, so many of my personal values, my professional values. And I found like-minded nurses who want to explore similar topics and ideas us being here making this podcast. Yes, I need to contextualize my yeah, my experience totally. a little bit more because I like I didn't. I feel like I kind of need to explain. I didn't come to wanting to work with the most marginalized kind of by accident. I think I mentioned before I did an undergraduate degree in sociology and I did an undergraduate degree in psychology at the University of Calgary. At that time, you pick concentrations for those degrees. So my concentration in psychology was gender. And my concentration in my sociology undergraduate was crime and deviance. And I did an, an honors thesis, and my focus was women in punk bands. Just experiences of women in Calgary in 2002 in punk bands. So I, I've kind of, I've come to where I ended up choosing mental health and feeling comfortable there. I think also because mental health nursing is kind of like the rogue area of 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 nursing it's the kind of the awful to say it but like the lowest rung on the on the hierarchy of nursing yeah where it's not the focus isn't really on doing xyz in order to cure this physical disease or this broken bone but the the focus is really on getting to know people and making relationship with people people that have been like with mental illness people that have been stigmatized by society people that have like are afraid to admit to people that they have anything that is impeding their ability to function in life they've gotten to the inpatient unit because a lot of things have been going on and they're forced to be on an inpatient unit and they kind of they don't fit into the traditional like the normal in quotations normal part of society and I think that's kind of what really resonated with me about working in mental health and I think it's curious I mentioned before like mental health is everywhere you can't really get away from mental health it's the one part of health that's kind of is health. I think it's curious that we chop it up into these two domains of physical health and mental health, but really it's just health. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's one of the problems that we face as nurses in general nursing programs in nursing school when they pick certain areas, like when they kind of chop up pieces of health and put them into courses and put them into clinical rotations to give nursing students a small snapshot of what is possible or what the general areas of healthcare are when really healthcare is so much more and nursing is so much more. Yeah, it gives you connecting nursing school to nursing practice. Nursing school gives you a very limited amount of what is possible as a professional nurse, which is unfortunate. And I think it actually limits what undergraduate nursing students see as possibilities of nursing and possibilities for nurses to make large scale changes in healthcare. I wish I had a sound effects board with applause so that we could just have like, <laughs> maybe I'll add that in future editing. <laughs> but I think, I think that a comment is so important and how the way we shape our thinking about our profession shapes what we think is possible and it shapes what kind of problem solving we can engage in depending on how we build our foundation. So on that note, uh, I think we're going to wrap up for this episode and we will be back later with more ideas. And please feel free if you have any questions or 
suggestions for future episodes or if you want to be a guest on a future episode, whether you are a nurse yourself or someone who has thoughts on nursing, feel free to let us know. Any final words, Michelle? No. (laughs) More to come. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 